Hello and welcome to the Victim Podcast this week. My name is Lamin Fadera, your host for the show. Coming up in the podcast, we spoke to the national coordinator at the Forum of African Women Educationist Chapter de Gambia, Yadikon Jai Oribo. She previously worked at the TRRC and her role was to empower women for their voice to be heard. She spoke to the Victim Podcast Aisatu Jame on the importance of women participation during the transitional justice period. Human rights violations um, is such a huge thing because um, I'll start with in the Gambia, our, because of our culture in the Gambia. In the Gambia, we have a patriarchal society, number one. Number two, um, when a woman speaks out about violation, it becomes, um, she almost like is stigmatized, almost blamed for things that happened to her that were not her fault. With these and a lot more, you will hear in today's Victim Podcast. My name is Lamin Fadero, once more. Welcome back to the Victim Podcast. In case you are listening to the podcast for the first time, welcome on board. The objective of the Victim Podcast is to raise awareness about the transitional justice beyond the work of the TRRC and highlight the importance of implementing the recommendations of the TRRC report. This podcast will create a platform for victims, civil society organizations, and NGOs to ensure co-raise awareness of the non-recurrence of human rights violations and the Never Again campaign is achieved in the form of a podcast. You can follow the Victim Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or better still, on Instagram. Let's begin the program and talk about women participation in the transitional justice period. Women played an important role in the society. During the TRRC sitting, their voice was heard as they gave their testimony on the accounts of what they heard or they witnessed during the past regime. Yadikon Jai Oribo is the national coordinator at the Forum of African Women Educationists, the Gambia chapter. She spoke to the Victim Podcast, Aisari Jame, about the plight of women and the role women can play during the transitional justice period in the Gambia. My name is Yadikonja Eribo. Presently, I'm the national coordinator at the Forum for African Women Educationalists, the Gambia chapter. I was the Women's Affairs Coordinator at the TRFC, and uh, my role was to make sure we have women, include women in the TRRC, the voices of women heard in the TRRC, and all the violations that happened to women um, were brought out in the TRRC so that the women's voices will show at the report, the TRRC report. Mm-hmm. Now, about um, human rights violations, um, it's such a huge thing because um, I'll start with in the Gambia, our because of our culture in the Gambia. In the Gambia, we have a patriarchal society, number one. Number two, um, when a woman speaks out about violation, it becomes, um, she almost like is stigmatized, almost blamed for things that happened to her that were not her fault. And there's no way um, something happens to a woman like that and you, you blame her and she gets, uh, she will be okay. No, it is not. So it's a big thing. Um, the, the, first of all, the patriarchal society, um, things are done to women and just because they are women. 
many things. Um, we'll start with uh, just giving away a girl in marriage and the FGM we are doing also in the Gambia. I mean, all of these things are violations against the female. And then um, during the transitional justice years, the 22 years we, we went through, um, the 22 years we went through all these violations in the Gambia, a lot of violations happened. And during the transitional time, we, we heard about these issues from the women. And they, they varied. They varied from uh, the women's husbands being killed, being, being made to disappear. Um, some, they still don't know where their husbands are, their fathers, their sons. And then also the women themselves. Some women themselves were violated. Um, some were imprisoned because of political issues or because of the way of things they said that were not agreed upon by the then government. And also um, because of the power of these government agencies, agents of the government, they use their power against the women. And some, some women, especially girls, young girls too, women and girls were raped, women and girls were violated. Um, so many things happened to women. And the, the impact of this is very big because, number one, they cannot talk about it. Most of the time, they cannot talk about it. They live with this. Mm. They live with this pain in them. And if they talk about it, it's another issue. We see the stigmatization. Mm. When they talk about it, we see how people blame them, victim blaming. It is happening. It has happened. It is happening. It probably will continue to happen if nothing is done about it. Mm victim blaming is there so she has to live with this most of the time she lives with it silently and we, we've seen women that once they told their story they are like wow I feel so much lighter because the burden is relief, released from them but also when they talk about it a new burden comes in where people start stigmatizing them people start calling them names and things and it doesn't stop there because um, maybe because of that her self-confidence is very low. Mm -hmm. Because of her self-confidence very low, she might get into more issues, more be, be victimized further mm -hmm. on other issues like um, um, in marriage, in relationships, even at the workplace. So that's one, uh, the low self-confidence. Um, her mental state also. Um, she'll become depressed and she have depression issues. And even um, her productivity, she might not be able to even go to school mm -hmm. so that she can have a degree, so that she can work later. And those that are working women or business women, they also lose their productivity sometimes when they are depressed they cannot go to work and what they used to do they cannot do anymore mm -hmm. so these are all ways it affects the women mm -hmm. and once her income gets low she further becomes more victimized and then remember with the woman comes her kids mm -hmm. so now her children also suffer 
because as long as the mother is suffering, the kids will suffer. Mm-hmm. If her income is no longer there, mm-hmm. her her children will also not be able to, provided with the things they they've been provided. Mm-hmm. They used to be provided with. So it is a huge, huge thing. It comes across board. It affects every part of the woman's life. And we've seen women also whose husbands like um they when once their husbands were either killed or made to disappear or put in prison, the roles shifted. Now the woman was no longer um you know being a mother mm-hmm. and a wife, but now she becomes the father and the mother and the provider. And she sometimes even we've seen women that they they turn to negotiating with prison officials, with uh, security officers for the safety of their husbands. They start negotiating. The roles change, and so these things are all uh, impact women. And then now we talk about the psychosocial support. In the Gambia, we don't have much of a psychosocial support. Yes, sometimes we have the close-knit family, but like I said, sometimes you cannot talk to family members about these things because you'll be blamed. Mm-hmm. But um, for the woman to go out and have a support system is very difficult. So she lives with it. She lives with all this pain. Well, this is all we have for today's podcast. I have been your host, Lamin Fadera, and many thanks to the entire Victim Podcast team. You can also follow the Victim Podcast on Facebook at Victim Podcast, on Instagram at Victim Podcast, and on Twitter, Victim Podcast. And many thanks to our wonderful listeners for listening to this week's podcast. You can download the podcast and also share it with your friends, family, and loved ones. In case you missed the other podcasts, you can check on the Victim Podcast's previous episode and download and listen to the podcast. Many thanks till we come on your way for another interesting episode of the Victim Podcast.